This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What was your favorite trash talk show topic? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, Bradley, why are we asking people about their favorite trash talk show topic? You know, kids who were mean to their parents, people afraid of weird stuff like mustard, random makeovers. This was our childhood. This mm. was our youth, our teenage years for many of us anyway. 651-641-1071. I know that if you, like us, enjoy daytime television once upon a time, you are fully aware of this this genre or subgenre rather of television wherein we could not stop watching the TV. Mm. And if we look back on it today, I imagine we're going to feel bad about ourselves because oh, for we sure. were really excited to watch some really messed up TV. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. What was your favorite trash talk show topic? Honestly, when I just am running through my head, because they don't make shows like this anymore. I know Maury's still on. I know Mopo is still yeah. on. And I think Jerry Springer was until fairly recently, right? Is he, He's not still on, is he? Yeah. I, he well, is? I mean, he's in syndication. I don't okay. know if he's like producing. I don't think he's like producing live content. But they're kind of outliers yeah. right now. Like there were so many others like uh, Sally Jesse Raphael. There was Jenny Jones. I think Oprah started in that oh, direction and yeah. then pulled back. Oprah most definitely was, if not the leader, mm-hmm. you know, one of the largest um, purveyors of this kind of daytime talk. Geraldo. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Geraldo. 651 641. Like skinhead makeovers yes. with trashy teens. 651 641 1071. What was your favorite trash talk show topic? I know we have a couple examples. Yeah. Right? So, um, just to paint a picture for those of you under a certain age and to recollect for those of you of a certain age, there was a whole subgenre of this subgenre called Teens Who Terrorize. And this particular theme was really laid into by our good friend Sally Jesse Raphael. And it's, you know, a series of teenagers who like, wouldn't listen to their parents mm. and they would call their parents naughty words. Mm. So basically Dr. Phil of 2021. Yeah. Uh, well, Dr. Phil of this is like what the mid, I don't even know when this would have been probably the mid to late eighties, yeah. if not early nineties. So Holly, if we could play the hashtag teens who terrorize, it's the first link. Oh yeah. This uh, based on the Sally font looks like it was from the mid nineties. Fun. Oh, and so this is yeah, a teen. They, uh, she feels as though they call her stupid and, you know, put her down. I mean, she gets high in school before she goes to school. Obviously, she's not going to comprehend if she's high. How old is this? She's episode? 14. 14. Let's bring her out and, and let's see. She's wearing lots of makeup. Everybody like, I hate you, you teenager. 
oh to the hand she did. You, you don't know how to read or write? <sighs> Somewhat. Somewhat. You don't think you're going to need to know how to read or write? Anymore? I don't care. What's the point? There's no point. Ooh. Okay, so oh, what I love, love about this is it's so innocent now. Like, yeah. like the, first of all, the audience is horrible because never in the year 2021 would we be yelling at a child mm-hmm. on TV. And booing them. And booing a 14-year-old. I mean. Tough love, man. But also, think about how bad she is compared to what you would consider a bad teen today. You know, like, right. like she's like... <laughs> I mean, you know, she's saying she's she dark can't lipstick and she's wearing a crop. They're like, top. you can't read or write. And she's like, kind of. <laughs> and she's wearing like dark lipstick. Uh, I mean, I feel like things were just a little different. It was a simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> 651-641-1071. What was your favorite trash talk show topic? We have Sarah on the line. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. What was your favorite trash talk show topic? Well, it was sort of on the same thing. It was about um, teenagers being awful. And the reason it was is because I had family members that were on Dr. Phil. <gasps> oh. Stop. For the yeah. same reason? Um, yep. It was a very long time ago. And um, in case you ever wonder whatever happens to those children, um, my cousins turned out to be extremely upstanding, amazing women and mothers and they have the best relationship now with their um with their with their family with their parents but it's always the teenagers that are horrible that are my favorite ones yeah you always wonder what kind of people did they turn out to be right yeah absolutely and thanks for your call i think that like you could do a whole series if they haven't done this already they certainly should like where are they now because you just know that um there's so much there's so many stories out there about these kids who showed up once upon a time on Jenny Jones and Sally. Well, Jesse. and I have a, I mean, I wish, I wish I could like sit and pick Sarah's brain forever and like hear the actual behind the scenes of what it was like to go on a show like Dr. Phil, because Dr. Phil would probably have, you know, that it was all because they were on his show oh, that they got sure. on the straight and That's narrow, a good right? thing you ended up on my talk yeah. show. That scared really. you straight. Um, but but the reality is it probably had very little to do with it. And then the other thing I'm curious about, because you see it when you're watching that clip from Sally Jesse that we just played with the out-of-control 14-year-old who wears dark lipstick and can't read. Boo! That They're clearly... P- Playing it up for the oh. audience. So that's what I want to understand better is how they're coached to do that. Well, you know, a producer is like, okay, you're going to go out there. And and there was one that's my favorite where she actually like puts a, like she makes a gun with her fingers. Like, finger like she's going to, you know, shoot somebody. And you just know there's a producer behind the camera telling her to do that. Right. Like, you know, say something naughty. Like when you go out there, okay, you're going to be like really, really rude. Which when you think about it is so sad that they're asking kids to play up how bad they are and essentially like parrot what they're doing for entertainment value 651-641-1071 what's your favorite trash tv talk show uh topic yeah (laughs) sorry all of a sudden i was saying so many t words bradley what's yours um you know for me i think i always loved makeover shows but also just because you got the before and after there was like Mm -hmm. that instant payoff um i always liked the weird ones too because whether it was jenny jones or whether it was ricky lake 
you know, you'd always randomly have like, I was abducted by aliens and now all I can smell is vegetables. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Like, where does that come from? So I enjoyed the sort of like weird The side. ones where you could tell they got an email from somebody or, uh, you know, somebody submitted and then they tried to build a whole show around that weird thing. Yeah, yeah like the weekly world news, yeah. but on yeah. television. Yeah. Like Barbara says that she was abducted by a leprechaun. <laughs> For 48 hours. And, you know, Barbara would tell her, you know, terrifying tale. Um, but then again, like I said, the the makeover ones are always fun because oh. they always are, you know, they're always so over the top. Right. I will say, I think of the makeover shows, I think my favorite was always Oprah because I always felt like Oprah... Cared. I don't know, took it the most serious. Yeah, like her makeovers were legitimate. It wasn't like yes. geek to chic, mm-hmm. but those were also fantastic. Oh, yeah, that was a big mopo. Uh, Maury Povich always did geek to chic. Oh. The other one that Maury Povich did that was one of my favorites was the mismatched couples. Like he would have like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Tiny is, you wouldn't even believe it. He's small and skinny and he's married to a 500 pound 70 year old. You know, they always like, he would find like the mismatched couples and like I that was always such a cheap and easy one for me. Let's go to the phones. Beth is on the line. Hi Beth, Hi, what Beth. was your favorite trash talk show topic? Uh well, it was uh on Jerry Springer and uh of course all the trailer people were sleeping together mm. and the girl stands up and she's like after they've been fighting, "You don't get it, Jerry. You don't get it. We own our trailer." Oh, oh! I just about died. It was so funny. <laughs> Beth, I love it. I love that you have the actual quote. Oh, you memorized. have to say it that way because she was so into it and she was like pointing her finger. You don't get it. We own our trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Beth, for your call. Jerry Springer. Well, and Jerry Springer was always a treat, right? Because didn't Jerry Springer come on at night? Like that was at least here it did. Yeah. 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 It was prime time. So yeah. if you were up late and people were throwing chairs. And- oh. That was always my favorite was when like you could put money on when in the show the first chair would be thrown. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there would be some sort of, you know, riot. And then uh, Jerry Springer would sort of remove himself from the mob and then try to calm everybody down. And then yeah. he'd look exasperated. But my favorite is when they would feign like that is enough. Stop. <laughs> and you're like, but you, you just made that you made that happen. happen so you can't be outraged. I do miss yes, that. Huh? I do it's miss it. Like the original fake clap backing. Yes. Yeah, well, that's what we're doing these days. Well, those are the little seeds being we're planted all Maury in the, Povich in the now. 90s. It's true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, proof that you can actually keep your private life private. Uh, what? Yes. No. We'll tell you about Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost's big news after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so there was a baby that we found out about just the other day that's already been born and that happened very quickly baby this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer so literally it was on tuesday i think that we heard that colin jose the like this was the headline everywhere colin jose confirms that scarlett johansson is pregnant with the couple's first baby she's already a mother but this is their first baby pregnant baby yay right okay then yesterday colin jost confirms scarlett johansson had the baby it was the quickest pregnancy ever it lasted one day oh wow that was fast they had a little boy 
Well, sometimes your first baby, it comes right out, right? Well, this is her second baby, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. First with him. He yeah. just made it happen. They just, the baby just showed up. Anyway, so, um, now, what this, this, to me, confirms the thing that we've been saying all along, mm-hmm. which is if you want to have a private pregnancy or have a private anything yeah. in Hollywood, you can. You can have privates. You can have privates. Because, first of all, no way... Scarlett Johansson, living in New York, never left her apartment building. There's no way. Yeah. So, like, she had to walk around on the street with a pregnant belly, and we never saw a photo. It's true. So, it's like a total thing that you can control your own narrative, right? Also, I want to tell you another piece of the story that is hilarious to me. Colin Jost, we talked about him a little bit yesterday on the Dirt Alert uh, with Elizabeth Reese. I mean, he's genius and he's so funny. And he is his his sort of flip side or his um, he co-hosts the um, the news weekly news update update on Saturday Night Live with Michael Shea. And they are a total great duo They They play off each other so well. Well. I was running through uh, Instagram this morning and I saw a bunch of posts by Michael Che where he was basically like, why do you all keep on getting all up in Colin Jost's business with me? Why are you all coming to me and asking if this baby is real? The baby's real. Like, leave me alone. This (laughs) is dumb. Well, then somebody goes, Che, it's because Colin Jost listed you as his publicist. Oh my God, that's hilarious! So, so everybody's going know. to him. So and he everybody's has no clue. yeah, and he has no idea why, like, and he oh. just thinks everybody's being you know uh, total jerks, <clears throat> trying to get all up in his buddy's business yeah. and going to him rather than talking Fooled to Colin. You. It is. It was just funny because it just like took took the bit to the next level, which is what they're always yeah, doing. And it keeps it lighthearted. And yes. you know, meanwhile, everybody's happy for Bane Bane. So now uh, Michael Che is embracing his status as the PR person. Well, and they've been very private, I will say, about their publicationship. I mean, you know, obviously they're talking about their publicationship. They're having a child. Like all of those things are being shared. So on some level they want people to know, but they're they're picking and choosing how they want um, that they want to give the impression that they're keeping things back, which is a play that a lot of celebrities have made. People like Ryan Gosselin and, and um... hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Not Gosling. Gosling and yep. uh, what's her name? Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were, she basically had an entire pregnancy 
out in the open without ever confirming yeah. it, right? So there are a number of ways you can do this, but it's clear that they don't want to necessarily be the next Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Well, they're obviously controlling the narrative, and that's why it's really important to remember whenever you hear a celebrity talk about how, you know, for example, I'll use them as an example, Ben and Jen, Mm -hmm. when they talk about how it was the media's fault that they broke up the first time. Well, we got too close, you guys. Yeah, you know, we should feel bad. Some of that you invited in, right? All of it. All of it you invited in. And by the way, as they're doing it again, they're inviting it in. So here's an example of, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost completely, completely controlling this narrative. By the way, the other thing that's making headlines is the baby's name. They had a little boy and they named him Cosmo. It's adorable. um, Which is totally cute. Of course, people, because we can't have nice things. There are people who are saying that that's a dumb name. I know. Why would you say a child has a dumb name? I just want to say this. I just want to say this in general, because this is a whole thing. People do have opinions about kids' names, and they feel very free to share them. Like, sorry, guys, they're going to say things about your kids. Yeah. Behind your back. So that's fine because people are horrible. Yeah. But my, this is just my little PSA to the world. Just because you don't like some kid, somebody's kid's name, you don't need to say it. Because guess what? They got named that because their parents liked it, so let it go. Yeah. I say that fully aware that I said some stuff about Amy Schumer's child's name. But that's because well, we, we thought it was did. a joke. We thought it was... We thought we were being trolled. It, 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 yeah. Jean I, I'm still not Attell. convinced we weren't. Yeah. Jean Attell. Fisher. Jean mm-hmm. Attell Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Which sounds like a condition. Jean Attell Fisher. See, here I am doing it again. Yeah. But that's the child's name, allegedly. No, anyway. That's also different than saying your child's name is dumb. Yeah. Right. And thank you. Like, yes. When a comedian names their child something that sounds like a, like a joke. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is... Seabag! We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. We have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is... Seabag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Jack Morris. What's a Jack Morris? Mm -hmm. I know, you're like, I don't know that person. But in certain circles, people would know who Jack Morris is because he is a Major League Baseball announcer slash... Slash. 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 Former pitcher, actually, of the Minnesota Twins. Oh, I have no idea. Anyway... Peanuts. So on Tuesday night, he was announcing a game, uh, and it was uh, the Los Angeles Angels against the Detroit Tigers. Now, there's a there's a player on the Angels, and his name is uh, Shohei Otani, and he is a big bleeping deal. Okay. And I know we don't talk about sports on this show, but he's um, he's a pitcher. And he is an amazing hitter. He hits, he's hit like more home runs and he's a rookie. So he's like a huge deal. And yeah. everybody's like all over Otani right now. Right. So um, he's from Japan, 27 year old baseball player, rookie. 
for the Angels yeah. from Japan. Yeah. And uh, the co-announcer, as they're announcing the game on Tuesday night, says, now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? And he took on uh, his impression of an Asian accent and said, be very, very careful. And I will not do it in the manner that he did it. But he imitated what he believed to sound like an Asian accent. Oh, okay. Well, that's not a good idea. Next thing that happened is a couple innings later, he issued an apology. And this is what the apology a sounded few like. innings later. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. He issued the following. He's very concerned. The following apology. It's been brought to my attention and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody. Oh. Especially anybody in the Asian community for what I said about pitching and being careful to Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing and I apologize if I did. I certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy and don't blame a pitcher for walking him because he ended up getting walked because you, you know, you don't really want to, I mean, he will, he will hit a home run off of you. That will mess up your stats, blah, blah, blah. Also the game. Anyway, guess what? He has been suspended now. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, doing a fake Asian accent um, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what it was, like that even just seems genu- genuous, yeah. genuous, generous, I think is the word. Uh, but my point is like, what? How right. It's even a thing. Thank you. Thank you. Don't do that. And also, why did it take him a few innings? Well, I think he, you know, I think he thought he did <laughs> it off the cuff, but then people came to him and they were like, uh, hi, yeah, no. And also people so, are coming for you on Twitter and also no. So um, here's the thing. As somebody who says a lot of things for a living, sometimes things come out of your mouth. And I'm not talking about this. Right. I'm just talking about in general. Mm-hmm. Things will come out of your mouth. And if something comes out of your mouth that you weren't expecting, because sometimes you're not thinking, mm-hmm. sometimes you're for whatever. Sometimes distracted. If you ever, my advice would always be to somebody, and this dude probably been on the air for a lot longer than I have. If something comes out of your mouth that you didn't want to come out of your mouth, Mm -hmm. you generally immediately apologize and move on. Right. This, this tells you he didn't. Yeah. That's my point is like, it took him a few innings and then he says, I sincerely apologize if I offended anyone. And then he does that again. I Mm -hmm. apologize if I did. And then he tries to change the subject to, a, the pitcher walking him or some mm-hmm. dumb thing, which is a distraction. So again, if you say something you didn't intend, you say, I apologize for that. It was hurtful mm-hmm. because, you know, people say things yep. and sometimes people say hurtful things and sometimes people say hurtful things, not realizing that they're hurtful, which is a shame. And I, it would be nice if professionals didn't have to do that. But even if you do say something, there's a way to to apologize for it. It's not hard, but trying to like waffle your way out of something. Let me just give you some advice. That's a bad idea. Well, and also an apology that says if anywhere in it is just a, that's what I mean. Don't waffle. Just say, I made a mistake. This was horrible. It's a bad thing to do. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anywho, he's been suspended. He's probably going to be suspended for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that's not a bad thing. Okay, so would you like to know who my D-bag yes, is? Yes, who's your D-bag? Jessica Alba. <gasps> Why? Uh, because she danced in a TikTok with Zac Efron. Oh. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was really hope. What are you laughing at? Carry oh, on. Continue I, your I hear that, story. That, that tone in your voice. <laughs> um, Jessica Alba did a TikTok with Zac Efron. Now, we talked a little bit about this earlier in the show, how um, I was confused that that was actually Zac Efron, because I will say it doesn't look like him at first. I had to like, uh, because I was shown the video not being told it was Zac Efron Mm -hmm. until I read further down and then I realized what I was looking at. But I was like, who's the cute guy who's doing the TikTok? It looks kind of like Zac Efron. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out it is Zac Efron. Mm -hmm. And she did this TikTok with him and she's like, I got Zac Efron to do a TikTok for the first time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, of course, Zac Efron and Jessica Alba are in Dubai to do Dubai. They're doing Dubai. Yeah for a tourism campaign which by the way how nice it must be to just like get called up by dubai to To do do probably a lot of money Mm -hmm. for a cute little tiktok video and wear like adorable clothes oh my gosh yeah Mm -hmm. they look like a page out of well yeah they're highly fill in the blank highly stylized to their location um, I mean, they look beautiful. And anyway, he looks adorable. And I am i just don't think it's fair that Jessica Alba got to do this. I think we should have Rude. been there. And, you know, I mean, I if I were her, I would be very careful. What? Yeah, she should sleep with one eye open. Yeah. But also, I love and her And also pants. nowhere near Zac Efron. Sorry. Excuse me? I know. He, by the way, I will say, like, he occasionally has, like, a... Mm, there's, like, the Zac Ef- Efron line... Uh, how do I even describe this? There, sometimes with our friend Zach, who we love and adore and have been obsessed with mm-hmm. for far too long without actually having had the chance to meet him. It's a shame. And really, I think it's a crime mm-hmm. that should be investigated by a true crime podcast. There are times when he is doing a little too much to his image. Do you know what I'm saying? Are you talking about his visage? Specifically, well, sometimes with his face, like whether it's fillers or whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like some supplements. Well, I just want to say there's a severe exercise and dieting regime. There's also the new addition of hair dye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To this scenario. Thank you. Which is one of the things. Anyway, all of that is to say, like, sometimes I look and I go, I mean, I don't know what that is. And I'm a little concerned. <laughs> well, there's a reason why you thought it was a lookalike and not actually Zach Efron because Zach Efron is kind of turning into a lookalike of himself yeah. sometimes. Well also and, David Hasselhoff. and to Holly's okay. point, his that, hair is, that was a bridge too far. You were not going there, but I did actually say that at one point, I think. So I can't complain. Um but that hair color is definitely not his natural hair color. No. It's very magician y. Yeah. He's <laughs> still He's experimenting in ways that I'm not entirely comfortable with. He could put on extensions and I would still run my fingers through them. It's very Ben Affleck just for men. I do just (laughs) want to say about this TikTok, though, the piece that makes me sad is he looks uncomfortable doing it. Like, I'm like, I want him to loosen up and have fun. But he he sort of looks like he's like, I am doing this because I have to. I didn't really want to do this. She's making me do this. He has a little smirk, but he's other than that, he he's just a really looks, good dancer. He is. I mean, it's not dancing like in the traditional sense, to be sure, but it's a TikTok giddy up. Well, she does say it's kind of funny in the caption. She said, like, basically, it took me an hour to learn this and he learned it in two minutes, yeah. you know, and it's and it is adorable. And he actually I mean, like he is very talented. He mm-hmm. has he took dance lessons yeah. prior to 
I mean, uh, he's an accomplished Hollywood fellow. Mu- musical. Yeah. Hollywood musical? High school, High school musical. musical. Yep. Thank you. He can do so much. He's a man of many talents. He really I'm is. here for it, and uh, I'm not here for her, so bye. Hey, bye. Bye, Jessica. Bye, bye. Okay. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, yeah. uh, once again, as has happened so much in the past few months, we might as well just make it a permanent segment. Oh, we have another D bag. We have another one. It's a D bag like double down. Extra helpings. Today. I know. So we're gonna do a little D bag double down when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. We have some extra D bag that we wanted to cram into this segment. Oh. We call it a D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Double down, double down, double down. Okay, um, A-Rod. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he gets a big bomb Oh, God, A-Rod. Still awkward and still just can't let go. Okay, what's he doing? so rude. What's he talking about? Okay, so Alex Rodriguez went to Instagram and just reminded us all that after Jennifer Lopez, you're just going to look like a mediocre person. Mm. And I say that because of an Instagram post that Alex Rodriguez put up on Instagram, which is appropriate. Where you if put it was your Twitter, Instagram post. And you put an Instagram post, then you have to click through and it's just a long process. Anyway, he sparked a frenzy, according to page six. That's a lie. On Instagram late Wednesday, when he posted a photo of himself smiling as he leaned on what appears to be the red Porsche, that's a Porsche for those who are fancy, uh, he previously gifted to his ex fiance Jennifer Lopez, for her 50th birthday. Oh, for goodness sake. So he's leaning on a car that he once gave to Jennifer Lopez, clearly took that back. Right. Or she gave it back. Like, I don't want well, your she car. Well, wa- because she's washing her hands of him. Right, remember? Well, so, like, how do you move on from the lady who dumped you at the altar you keep her car? Sit on top of the car that you gave her and then make everyone think you're a D-bag because you you are sitting on top of a car that is in front of another car, which is in front of another car, all of which are very, very expensive and fancy, all of which are in the photo, all of which are captioned with the following words. I'm super down to earth. Mm. That is okay. literally... He could not have thought of something that was more D-baggy to say. But that's like a play, right? Because right. that's what A-Rod does is he's like, I'm a, I'm a f- filthy, rich, amazing person. but I'm And I'm so filthy and amazingly rich, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> like, that's not the humble variety. You know, like the person on the private jet who's like, I am so grateful. Grateful is a play, mm-hmm. right? He's not grateful. He's... Mm-hmm pretending that he's not but he is super down to earth but you're sitting on jennifer lopez's car that you gave her which reminds us that oh by the way she broke up with you mm-hmm. and you were supposed to be married and she never told us why and it happened in about five minutes and now she's literally having the most fabulous summer with another man which oh by the way it wasn't just another man it was a man she's already been with so like you were so bad that she <laughs> like left you for a man she already left 
Yeah. I mean, none of this is true. Right. I'm just saying that's the optics in celebrity pop culture yeah. entertainment world. So, Alex, stop while you're ahead because you're making it worse. We also like we also see what you're doing. Right. In addition to that, he's also doing this like I'm so he's doing a backhanded I'm so rich thing, which yeah. is ironic because all the blind items Ooh. are like, no, you're actually not. And you're in a bunch of trouble. Ooh. Did you see the 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 mo- the most like the next uh, post next to the car one of him like walking down the street holding a cup of coffee with his business suit? And I'm his business and his uh, <laughs> the caption is, I'm here to bleep bleep up. Yeah. Okay. Are you? I think you did, actually. And that's why you're going to court. Well, I always wonder if people uh, uh, call him out. But it's hard because you have to get through the blue checks who are trying to. Right. Hop this is rear. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm just saying he's yeah. got rear kissers. Also, it's her loss. You just wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what somebody said. I also have not ever actually like clicked through his Instagram feed. Did you see he had like somebody made an actual trailer of his vacation? Oh, Euro trip 2021, and it is literally a trailer video. Like, like a movie trailer, well produced of his yachting trip. Oh no! Did he put it on his own Instagram? Yes, account? you guys. Oh! It is super. I'm embarrassed. I mean, you should be. It, I'm well, super you embarrassed. Be. He should be. And it's Monte like Monte Carlo, oh, San so Ridiculous, you guys. Alex sort of. Oh, it's like sitting in somebody's living room in the 1970s is, and having to watch the slideshow yes! of their trip. Work hard, vacation harder. Okay, what is I T F R M C E S? I don't know. I don't. Maybe we can't say it. I know. I'm worried about that. Let's see. Is that a Google? I T F R M C E S. Oh, is that like places? Oh, could be. Could be. No. Okay. I don't know. Also, on that picture of him businessing walking down the Mm -hmm. street, I'm here to bleep bleep up is in quotation marks. So I'm assuming that that's what he's saying. Right. Oh, yeah. Because it's not attributed to anybody, anybody else. else. Like, he's but saying I mean, that about himself. You don't need to quote. But, you know, he didn't post that. Let's be clear. Right. Somebody he's got a like, person. You know, we got to do is we got to make you look like you're in business. Also, you're businessing. They totally photoshopped the people walking oh, down yeah. the street. Oh, the whole thing is like. <laughs> you look at it close enough. Yeah. It's very clear that the other pedestrians have been photoshopped um, well, into this also, image. Can I, we also just. Why is there a bag of trash right next to him? No, yeah. And this like, comic- if you're gonna do the I'm businessing down the street, could you at least have photoshopped out the garbage? Right, and you were gonna Photoshop it anyway. Like, get the trash out of there. Also, you guys, I think his I but we have his no people, patience for this apparently he, today. He, he's got like some low rent PR agency oh. working for him. I'm just saying because they're not good. <laughs> Whatever it is they're trying to flex about, I'm not clear on it. You know, and this was a quick turn from his sad sack. Like, we're just here at dinner with an empty spot for J-Lo because she's not with us Well, that's why I think, again, what we're talking about is the presentation of this person on social media. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen in a vacuum. So it's not just like people are arriving to Alex Rodriguez. It's in the context of... right. 
you had a very high-profile relationship with one of the most famous celebrities of the moment. Right. And that didn't end well. By the way, we still have never gotten an explanation from either of them. Nobody has confirmed anything except for the end of Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez's relationship through their people. But there was never any explanation about that. And I don't think we've ever gotten an official statement from either Jen or Ben's people that they're actually together. No, and this, I keep saying this, there is some fishy stuff going on here. Because the speed with which, well, first there was the stop start of their breakup, right? There was the, like, they announced a breakup and then they were like, oh, just kidding. And then a few weeks later, they were broken up officially. And then Ben Affleck was on the scene in no time. Yeah. And they have done this, like, rapid, like, they, they're they they're progressing very rapidly through this publationship, which tells there's something that they're, somebody's hiding something. Or, well, they're just not telling us the truth, right. which is the same thing. Strange right. things are afoot at the Circle K. It's true at the Circle J Lo. Oh. What? I'm just saying, like, we're we're not privy to something, and I want to know what it is. Something smells fishy. I think he smells a little fishy. I think she and Ben smell a little fishy, and I just want to know. That's all it is. We want the truth. I just want the truth. And I know I can't handle the truth. Um, again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Elad Elix Rodriguez has um, is posing next to a very expensive vehicle that he apparently gave Jennifer Lopez for her birthday. I would like to know how that car <gasps> came back to him. Well, I also want to point something else out to you. You said that there are three cars in that yeah. picture. If you look at the pic, there's a picture in the page six article with JLo sitting standing next to that Porsche. Yeah, the same other two cars are behind it in that yeah. picture as well. Yeah, so it basically is like I took all these cars back. He probably just from her. He probably just leased them. Yeah, I'm you sure can, these come on. these were not actually gifted to her. It was like, hey, we've got this car you can use because I leased it. And I, I'm, I mean, I, it's yeah. just that whole thing about rich people. Like, none of us really know how rich people live. No. We have no clue. And we're talking about this as if they're actual people who do things like we do. Like, I'm going to lease a new car. Like, I actually spend a lot more time than you'd imagine thinking about if they have clothes at all of their residences or if they pack bags. Oh, I'm sure they don't need, I'm sure both. I'm sure they have an entire wardrobe at every home. Yeah. And how irritating it would be if they you get still to carry one, all their luggage. Right. And that, you go to one and you, there's something you want, but it's at the other home. Then you have to call your house manager of the other home and yeah. yell at them and have them FedEx it to you so that your favorite yeah. sweater that you could go and buy comes to you. Not that Holly has any first hand experience, experience no, with that. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. If you could go on a themed cruise, what would be the theme of your cruise? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls. You're going on a theme cruise. What's the theme? Give us a call. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.